You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are very welcome. My name is Ahanu, and as usual, we have our lovely Angel Rose with us again today. And in the last short while, we began a little series where we talked about prosperity. Do you remember we started with prosperity? Mm-hmm. And we then moved on and spoke about guilt. And just before we completed the section on guilt, it raised the whole issue of fear. And we promised that we would come back and speak about fear. And that's what we're going to speak about today. Now, there are all kinds of clinical uh, explanations about what fear is and as you know we always approach things from a spiritual and a metaphysical point of view so our view can vary slightly from that but let's start from where from what we know in terms of what everybody knows and what the mainstream understanding of what fear is it's it's an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous and likely to cause panic or pain or threat and there are a number of words around fear that we're familiar with like for example terror fright fearfulness horror uh, alarm uh, panic agitation trepidation dread consternation dismay distress these are all words that you know conjure up for us the kind of thing that we're talking about on the external side and there are other numbers like um, words like anxiety and worry and unease and angst and they're also the kinds of words that tell us that there's something going on inside us that maybe there's fear underneath it and apprehension is another one nervousness uneasiness foreboding perturbation there's a whole bunch of them really you need to go on there's quite a lot there (laughs) but but even even the simple thing of like butterflies in your stomach you know these are kind of little physical indications that there's fear going on that can be and excitement too though. it could equally be the excitement. butterflies in your absolutely stomach. that one could could be but 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 the reality is that fear is a, a vital response to a physical or an emotional danger and if we didn't feel it then we couldn't protect ourselves from legitimate threats so there is that aspect of it and that's not really what we're talking about because you know, we a lot of the fears are that we we want to get at are irrational and hold us back. And uh, a lot of times, traumas or bad experiences can trigger a fear response within within us, and that can be very hard to deal with. And also, it can be coming from past lives. It can be coming from our childhood. It can be coming from all kinds of things. But these are our personal demons, really. And we want to look at ways that we can move past them. And one of the best ways, of course, is to expose that fear. And we do that by way of journaling. And Angel Rose has a fabulous home study course about uh, journaling, how to journal, how to write so that you do expose those unnatural uh, fears and thereby move past them. So we're going to talk about fear today and we're going to talk about how to overcome it and we're going to even look Angelos, aren't we at a little technique perhaps that might help people to move past it but here's the thing and here's where I'm coming from with this I know myself that when we talk about fear we're either talking about something that happened to us in the past so we're bringing forward a memory or we're talking about the future 
something that we're afraid about that might happen. And in either of these cases, really what's going on is there's stuff going on in the mind. And therefore, if it's in the mind, it's not real in the real sense of reality as we understand the 3D. So therefore, the fear is composed of something that's going on in our minds. And if we were rooted really in the moment, in the here and now, without falling on the past or being in the future, then there's no place for fear really. And that's what we're trying to kind of get an understanding around it. So we can plan for tomorrow, but we can't live in the tomorrow. And right now, I think that uh, trying to live in the future is what sets up a lot of fear around what's going to happen or what might happen or what we're afraid of. And that can lead to more fear. So really, what we're, what we're doing is we're talking about reality. And in Angel Rose's book, The Nature of Reality, she actually covers that in a lot of different ways. And we're going to also take from Angel Rose's book, A Time of Change, which she wrote in 2012. And this was where we drew from a couple of paragraphs in when we spoke about the guilt. And we're going to move on from the guilt now and talk about the fear aspect of that. So Angel Rose, do you want to just position this now by maybe giving a tiny little bit of what we finished off with when we spoke about guilt. Well, we first have to establish that we're relating all of this to prosperity. Our topic in this little series we're doing is about prosperity, something people have an issue with uh, a lot in their lives. And I, I just want to mention when you talked about, um, when you talk about fear as something either in the past or the future, that does affect what we decide in the present. Because a lot of the decisions people make or the way they think is determined by what they want in their future. Okay, so there is something to be said for allowing yourself to totally trust the present moment. But, and also with the journaling, it's good to find out what your motivations are. Okay, your motivations behind why you're deciding what you're deciding in your present moment. Okay, yes. in your life, because a lot of the decisions people make are not based on things that they feel would truly bring them joy or make them happy. They're based on how do I secure my future? Okay, and a lot of that is how we've been raised. You know, we've been raised to prepare and save money and save for retirement. And if you don't, there's this whole fear that you're going to end up on the street. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, even that word secure, secure conjures up. Yeah. Okay. That the fears that are underneath it. And then you want to get, you know, at some point we'll get into what is real security. Okay, because real security, you know, is something that comes from trusting. And so in our conversation about prosperity, we had, if you recall, we had first asked Source to define its definition of prosperity. Mm -hmm. And it had uh, defined it as communication with all life. It had defined it as you live in an abundant universe all you have to do is look around and look at all the blades of grass, look at all the seeds that come off flowers every year to know that we're living in true abundance. You know, even when we 
you know, when there's been a huge fire somewhere in a forest and all these yes. trees are taken down, you come back three or four years later and all new plant life has grown. Absolutely. Indeed, we, indeed, the Californian redwood actually needs fire in order to spit out those seeds. Yes. And it needs that, um, what the do you heat. call it, the ash. Yeah. yeah it, needs the, it needs the heat first, but then it also needs the ash as nutrients so as to grow new redwoods. Right. I mean, that's quite an astonishing example yes. of how what we perceive as devastation and destruction actually is nature and life in, a, in abundance. Yeah. That's right. So Source was talking about the idea of lack and saying that the idea of lack is not real. There is no lack, okay? It's something made up because for precisely what we just said, if you look around, there's nothing but abundance in the universe. The universe is expanding. Okay, so life always renews itself no matter where it is. We've seen orchids, beautiful orchids grow out of rocks up in, on the burn in Ireland. Um, life finds a way of living. Okay, so it was addressing first the idea of, well, two things. One, our relationship with all life. And that is once we understand we are in relationship with all life and there's no separation, there's no division. It's not possible that you're alone and we realize that all there is is lack. It's asking us to consider getting rid of our idea in lack. And that, that deserves some journaling. Okay, to write down really your beliefs does. about lack, mm. your beliefs about yourself in relationship to lack, and really take a look at that. And then Source is saying, you have to look at it and decide, are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to give up your beliefs in lack? Because they're not based on reality. That's number one. But let's talk about that technique of how to do that, Angela. Well, we will, I think we will. Yeah, I mean, I want to set the stage for people okay, who sure, didn't hear sure. before. Yes. Okay, because as we were reading in the book, um, The Nature of Reality, this is the, our chapter on prosperity, our discussion was sourced. It went into, someone had asked the question of, well, what's the problem then? And Source went in to explain that the belief in guilt is the problem. Okay, and this is another idea. And I'm stressing the fact that these are ideas. Okay, lack, guilt, and now we're going to go into fear. They're all ideas that are man-created. They're not true in God's reality. Okay, and, yes. and they're not true on the earth if you look around. We're not just talking about... A heavenly place where everything is abundant and we're talking about what's evidenced here on earth mm -hmm. okay and and the fact that we create our reality with our thoughts so if we want to believe in lack and believe in guilt and now we're going to discuss fear if we want to be using our powerful minds that way we will experience the effects of that because mm -hmm. that's the law of cause and effect okay but it did talk about guilt being something that we all have inherited the belief in guilt. And a lot of this has to do with our relationship with source, God's source as well. Okay, the belief that there's judgment, that we're going to be judged, that we're bad, that we don't deserve. All of that is our beliefs that we have to journal about and work on ourselves to decide to say no to those. Okay, so now I'm going to read the little section. Sure. It picks up a little bit, still discussing guilt, but it goes into fear. So, okay. So someone had asked the question, is there any way to get rid of guilt? And I kind of answered that already by saying we have to stop believing in it. And it, it's a simple concept, but it's such a pervasive mm -hmm. uh, belief system. Okay. So Source says, 
To release guilt, you first have to stop believing in it and then release the fear that is attached to it. Let's talk about fear because Source is saying that along with the belief in guilt is the fear of eternal damnation. Only Source can prove to you that you're loved, forgiven, and innocent. It can't be fixed from your own fear-based belief structure. You have to go higher to do it. You have to go to the place or level where there is no guilt, and that is to God's source itself, which lives within all of us. And that's an important part, which lives within all of us. So we're not talking about finding a place outside of us or a being outside of us. We're talking about the place in us, okay, that knows it's innocent. Okay. But there's something very interesting you're mentioning there too, Angel Rose, and that is that you have to go to a higher place in order to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And why that's important, and we have experience of that, is because a lot of times we're trying to deal with these issues on the level, like we're trying to deal with fear on the level of fear. Right. And we're trying to deal with loss and, and grief and sadness and trauma on the level of that. And you must, it, it, it's necessary to come into the realization of like for example if God be for me who can be against me so at the level of God there is no place for those fears or those traumas and it's when we step into that and that trust that you mentioned earlier then you're able to deal with that lower down emotion okay and we're talking about a level a higher level of God that is within us Yes. It's within our physical bodies. It's inherent in our genetic structure. I have to make this point. We're, because there are people who believe in all types of outside gods. Mm -hmm. God source, you know, Christian God, Muslim God. Mm. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about going outside ourselves to some God idea or God image. We're talking about acknowledging that in the very essence of life itself is God. God being exactly that, okay? The, the part of us that continues to want to live, to express, to expand, to be, that that is a God within us that knows no, no guilt. I mean, it's unlimited in its potential to create. And it always says yes to whatever you want to believe and think, okay, about yourself, about the world. So we're, Source is talking to us on the level of, look, you all, you know, you're all born innocent, contrary to popular belief. You all, you're innocent because you're born with God's creative life force within you. Why do you think your body knows what to do to heal itself? Why do you think animals know what to do? You know, it's in us. It's inside of us. All right, and this has to be clear because it's suggesting that we're the ones that are deciding to use our minds and our belief structure to believe in guilt, fear, punishment, judgment, lack. Okay, so Source is saying you have to go to the higher place inside your own self where, you know, or the Course in Miracles even would say that you have two, two things going on in your mind. One is the Holy Spirit which is what we're talking about. You call it the Holy Spirit, not as a being, but it, it's, a, it's an adjective. You have a Holy Spirit. Your spirit is holy. And then you have this other ego mind that basically tells you, you know, to be fearful, to be, 
protective, to be, you know, watch yourself, you know, prepare for your security. You've got these two things going on and they're both, one is actual truth, the other is a belief system. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about prosperity, in order to have prosperity, we have to work at it from this level, okay? The level of the Holy Spirit that will affirm for you that you're deserving, that you're good, that abundance is everywhere, okay? But it's a decision in terms of which part of yourself are you going to believe in and listen to. Sure. Okay, so let me continue here. So, and this leads right into what Source is saying, okay? Guiltlessness will be demonstrated to you when you're ready to believe in it. When you're, when you're ready to, I yeah, to believe in it, to believe in guiltlessness. It isn't that you've never made a mistake in your life. It means that Source doesn't judge mistakes. In other words, all Source looks at is the love in its creation. There has to be a willingness to truly release fear. Not only your own willingness, but you are really willing to give up judgment of yourself and everybody else. Think of all those opinions that you have, that you have every time you look at someone and perceive that they're guilty of this or that. Understanding and experiencing innocence, we are equating innocence with prosperity here, means that all belief in guilt and judgment has to go. If you are willing, and that's the key, innocent will, innocence will be proven to be true of you and also true of everyone else. When you get to this place of harmlessness, abundance will be natural because you will be in the flow of divine love. So, Inge Rose, let us leave our viewers and our listeners with the little technique that you mentioned that people can use to actually feel that innocence inside themselves and realize that they are they do have this spirit, okay. this this beautiful um, what did you call innocence. it? In, innocence, this holy spirit. holy spirit inside. Okay. Yeah. So somebody had asked the question, I think this is following Ahana, from somebody asking the question of how do we reprogram ourselves, okay? So Source says, let's not use the word reprogram since we have all been negatively programmed for eons. Right. Instead, let's call it our reawakening to our true nature. To help with this, we can see ourselves bathed in violet purifying light every day morning and evening, and even throughout the day, if something troubles you. It has a powerful transmutation power and is a very high frequency band. Source is also showing us a golden white cord, and I think this starts to lead into it, huh? Yes. A golden white cord attached to your crown chakra, which is in the area of your soft spot on the top of your head, that leads directly up to source. So we're going to imagine a golden white cord attached to the top of our head, okay, that leads directly to source. Okay, and now, now this is not a silver cord, it's golden, and this is really important. Mm -hmm. So visualize this cord every day. See that it's intact and that it's connecting you to source. The reason you are to see it from there as opposed to your heart chakra or somewhere else so in other words, the reason to see it from the crown instead of the heart is because the crown of your head deals with your brain centers. 
Yeah, it's the sense. brain wiring that's affected by negative thinking yes. and pulsing. Makes sense. And we'll, someday we'll have a whole thing on the brain because we mm. did do a thing on the brain. When you start consciously making this connection to source every day, you will notice your thoughts and feelings changing and becoming more positive. The truth is that source is here all the time and is within you. But there's a certain frequency it wants to actually bring into the brain. So really we're going to be activating that part of our brain Ahana, with this golden cord. Okay, so it says, so you can see violet, you can see the violet light and connecting the golden white cord to source are the two suggestions being given. Interestingly, source is interjecting here and saying that any one of you who is surrounded by or near young children connect their cord back to. Okay, that's beautiful. Simply touch the top of their heads and connect their cord back in your mind. Children are being pulsed as well sure. by negativity. That makes sense. So it's yes. very simple then. that You know, yeah. the violet light, you know, a lot of people have known about for a long time. And it's a very purifying flame that you can see yourself sitting in to purify negativity around you. But in relation to prosperity in particular, sources advising this visualizing a golden cord going from your crown chakra up to source um, every day, okay, to strengthen the electrical currents probably in the brain is and, what I think is going on. And those brain highways, I mean, it yes. may well reconnect yeah. a lot of those. Yes. And, it, and it's interesting it's mentioning the brain, and this is what I love about talking to source, Ahano, is that it takes things and makes, makes it very practical. There's always a physical reason for doing what yes. source says. And in this case, it's saying... Not only do you need to connect to a golden frequency band, because it's a high frequency, but it will affect the chemistry of the brain. And a lot of that, the chemistry of the brain is produced by our thoughts and emotions, and it determines how we feel, okay, and how we think, and what kinds of chemicals go into the body. All of that, and then that in turn, you see, like attracts to itself that which it is. So if we're filled with guilt and fear and shame and all these fear of judgment and all of that we're producing chemicals that match that in our yes. bodies mm -hmm. and that's the signals we give off okay so when you think of attracting prosperity to you source is saying you have to be willing to give all that up and only focus on the part of you that is a holy spirit in your body wow okay well, there you are, folks. That's our little discussion today on the fear aspect of this. And Angel Rose has been reading from her book called A Time of Change, which you can get from atimeofchange.info. Now, you heard us briefly mentioning also The Nature of Reality, another of Angel Rose's books, which you can get from thenatureofreality.info. And you also heard us mentioning about the journaling course, that home study course, and you can get that from TW, which stands for Transformational Writing, tw.smartmember.com. Right. And also, Ahana, let's not forget, we do have a, all of this information is coming from being able to tap into the Akashic Records, which is a library in spirit. And there is a home study course we've created for those who want to learn how to read the records themselves 
And that is where, Ahana? You can get that from akashicrecords.smartmember.com or you will actually find a link to it on the homepage at worldofempowerment.com. In the shop, right? You can find it in the shop, but you'll, you'll see a link to the right side and you'll see various mentions about it actually on the blog even and various places around the worldofempowerment.com. Okay. Yeah. So Super. to be continued, next time we'll go into the subject of prosperity a little further. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.